there's like still two sides, but you've got a it's an L. Yeah. Or you, depending on how successful you are at bending the coin. Mm. Any coin benders that listen to this show, just while we're on just this drop tangent, us a line. Yeah, just, just hit us up. Actually, just come on the show. No one will be able to see it, but we'll see it, and they can hear our reactions mm. to you bending a coin. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a good place to start, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, <laughs> that'll set the tone that, that'll nicely. That'll set the tone right nicely. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to the Pretty Good Thanks Podcast. <laughs> hey, Jim, what's up? Hey, guys. I thought I thought we should pick up that we should pick up the energy just suddenly then. I just got the desire. I was just like, we're going to talk really loud. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. I'm Liam, and this is Dylan in the m- 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 morning. It's actually in the evening, but... So you're like, I'm walking around singing Sepultura and going like, Roots, bloody Roots. And you're like, oh, you're poor neighbours. <laughs> and then you get on this fucking podcast yeah. and you're like, oh, I think it might have something scream. to do with the Pepsi Max. I just, I'm just drinking. <laughs> oh, that, that Pepsi was a little spicy yeah, for me. Yeah, I was me. just like, oh, well, I get a little... Get a little caffeine in me. I, just, I get <laughs> a little. To go I get a little silly. <laughs> a little whoopee. Get a little. Uh, what was I saying we before the coin about bending? The in- well, I was kind of getting towards the interplay between like artists and culture. Hundred percent. Yeah. And which one came first, and what was the who's who was responding to who? That that's kind of where I was going. It's it's, it's, it's a it's a constant. Like I yeah. think it's a constant interplay. Yeah, it's definitely. A, actually, anyone that's had the. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that have had this conversation with me just because it's something I insist on crapping on about a lot. But uh, like learning about sort of uh, through like a music history class I did at uni, learning about the that it wasn't just culture affecting music. It was that things that happen in music actually end up changing the culture and changing the trajectory of history and the world around it. Mm. And so and like obviously culture does the same to music, but it's great that there's like. Okay, it's not just, you know, one affecting the other. That's, like, symbiotic. Like, they yeah. exist together totally. and because of each other. You can find examples of both. Like, I feel like culture uh, and, you know, the things that we enjoy as a society. Whoop. Whoop. Um, we need to get like like I, I, we need a panel where we can just push buttons. Yeah, like on the on the topic of annoying radio show hosts, just like you know sirens and bells is like in a society. Um, but I feel like you know like meme culture is is had a massive impact on music. You know, when, when did you first see Latrol Face live in concert? <laughs> Where were you when you saw <laughs> Where was your first live yam yam? <laughs> Continue, sorry. But then, but then you could, you know, there's so many historical and iconic artists through the decades who have had um, effects on culture. We, we, we were talking the other day about Michael Jackson. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I know in, in different contexts, but, was, you know, like, would Eddie Murphy, like, you know, those fashion, those fashion Would Eddie choices, Murphy have worn that, like, red yeah, leather suit and delirious? for... You know, Michael Jackson. And the answer is no, he wouldn't have. Like a lot of like a lot of Eddie Murphy in both stand up, I think both times, both his DVDs, mm. and like maybe in the Beverly Hills Cop movies or somewhere in his movies, he, he references like, him. He references MJ a yeah. shitload. Yeah. So 100%. that's like you know, not that Eddie Murphy wouldn't have been successful. Of course he would have been successful without MJ, but it's mm. just like but a lot of what he did at least in that time where he was really, really coming up was yeah. like MJ based. 
Yeah, totally. Like coming up, he'd already pretty much conquered the world. So, yeah, you can kind of see, like, examples of both sides, and I guess it is It is constantly just... It's like an ebb and flow, really, like... It's just beautiful, man. It's just beautiful. It's just, like, everything is one, man. It's, it's almost as if, like, art is culture. <laughs> bro. 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 Culture. Blow my fucking mind here, Jaden Smith. <laughs> <laughs> but how can, we, how can we trust our culture if our eyes aren't really mirrors? Oh, God. <laughs> Where were you actually? Where were you when you first saw that tweet? <laughs> I can't remember if I ever saw the tweet or whether I just saw like someone put it as their cover photo. You know what I mean? Like, oh, hundred percent. Like, I wasn't on Twitter at the time, but I saw it yeah. float around Facebook and shit. I've never, I've never understood Twitter. I like, I, I don't think I've ever really properly utilized it or been on that platform at all. No. Like, Reside has a Twitter, but we've never actually done anything with it. We just kind of, I just kind of wanted to grab the like at reside band thing just so we had it yeah yeah in case we ever started dude we should shit post on it we could like why the fuck not we don't do it on any of our other platforms it's like this is true so you could come to specifically twitter if you want to see us just if someone can if someone in the band can be bothered and wants to take responsibility on that one i'm (laughs) absolutely for it well I, yeah. I mean, it sounds I like could. You, you're volunteering. Yeah, so. I guess so. Like, you know, I laughed at my light bulb the other night <laughs> and I can't remember why, but in that, I would have loved to have had a platform where I could have just in that moment been like, yeah, fuck it. You know, that's true. why I'm laughing at my light bulb. So that's why we started the podcast though. That's true. But like, I can't just get, hit the podcast. Now, yeah, exactly. This, will be a constant- this is a once a week thing instead of this is like you just being like, oh, I got a weird thought. Tell you what. I will post my out of context random thoughts on the reside Twitter. Oh, that's not a good. That, I feel like this is going to end bad. Nah, it'll be fine. No, right. nothing. Yeah, I won't. No. Nothing dicey. <laughs> nothing dicey. Mm. Like, you know, how could I possibly ever have a dicey thought? No one thinks bad things. <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thought police. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sound effect. No, no, no. I'll just post funny thoughts, but out of context. So there's a bit of a, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And then you can bring them up on the podcast. Just any that pick your fancy, that's you can a, be like. That's a good point. And it's also like, it's an it's an added uh, social pipe for people to, um, to contact us if they want to talk about the podcast I suppose yeah 100%. maybe we at reside band but the name of the thing is just pretty good <laughs> dude actually that'd oh be a God. title name and then res- at reside feet is the band one. Oh, nah that's too confusing <laughs> but it's fucking hilarious it's funny, though. that's uh, I always love those like fuck the consumer sort of, that, well that's um yeah I, I I enjoy Funhouse. I don't know if you know Rooster Teeth property but um James from Funhouse has two Instagrams and the first one that he had, he would just post like a picture of his shoes or it, it, it would incorporate his foot in the overall post and it was awesome. And then I discovered James Willem's feet and in the bio, it's just like the real, like the one without feet. It's just like, and that's just his personal <laughs> one. <laughs> that's actually yeah. really fucking funny. Yeah, it's awesome. It's- Dude, I wouldn't be opposed to doing something like that, even yeah. if it was just for like a week. Yeah. But you know, who the fuck would notice in a week? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'd have to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So what should we what should we talk about today? We've uh, well, we- I wanted to talk about this fashion statement. Yes. Okay. You have. Um, it kind of reminds me of like. Uh, okay, so maybe we should describe what they are first. It, it, they're shorts, right? Yeah, they're like tracksuit shorts. Oh, they're like like Ishka shorts made yeah. of you know some fucking Ishka fabric. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, they're progressive. Like. The longer I see them on your body, the more and more holes and rips they started to get. 
Yeah, it was one specifically down the hemming on the right-hand side, yeah. and it just- It was getting really bad. I think I wore them yesterday, and that morning, putting them on, my foot got caught in the hemming, ripped it further. Right. And so, it was particularly bad, and then- uh, last night, Will made a comment about it and I was just, I don't know. I was just like, oh yeah, just ripped the whole fucking thing open. And I was like, well, I've done one side now. These things are fucked. So I ripped the hemming on the left side in the same spot. And it just goes like directly vertically up. Yeah. And now it's turned them into this like cross between a kilt and shorts, like a kilt that meets at the bottom under the nutsack. It, it kind of like, is it a gi? Like what, what's the like samurai? Like it's what's like, it, it, you look like a oh, Mortal Kombat character. Samurai shorts. Yeah, like a samurai fucking thing. But I, I, dude, I was walking up and down the street today, like just, you know, going up the shops to get stuff. Yeah. Wearing these shorts. And I was like, oh man, everyone probably thinks I'm the biggest fucking dead shit drug addict. But- <laughs> Now that you're saying like, oh yeah, they're like samurai shorts, I feel so much better. <laughs> oh, excellent. I'm glad to have um I'm you know reassured you about the choice of wearing them out. <laughs> like it was one of those things that's like, oh man, these aren't going out shorts, these around the house shorts. I was like, oh I'm just going up the street though. I mean, I love that they're still just like in your wardrobe at this point. Oh, like yeah. they're barely pants at this point. <laughs> they're, all they're doing is just covering the crutch. That's all you need, that's baby. That's all you need, baby. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and like, that's all they're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. I think it's just a remarkable cross between the kilt and shorts. You're, you're honestly a fashion forward icon. They call they say that I'm fashion forward, but this guy gets it. <laughs> this guy over here gets it. He's out here in 2020 wearing geese. <laughs> that's it, man. That's, that's it, bro. Well, dude, I remember also doing the fucking like the uh, thermal leggings under the shorts. Yeah. In, like 2018 and everyone. Yeah, was- you were doing that. Yeah, and everyone was like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, I don't want to wear pants, but my legs need to be warm. <laughs> and people started being like, whoa, that's actually pretty cool. I was like, no, it's not. No. I, was like, I look like a fucking weirdo. What are you talking about? <laughs> it, it's like the pants equivalent of like, remember like in the 90s and like early 2000s where dudes would wear long um, sleeve shirts underneath Under short. short sleeve shirt. That's what it feels like. That's 100% where I got the inspiration because yeah. I was doing that and I was like, if only I could do the same with like pants. And then when I got those uh, those thermal leggings, I was like, these are perfect for it. I'll just chuck a pair of shorts under this. Boom. I, you know, it doesn't look as weird as like, you know, a pair of trackies under a pair of shorts, but it's, you know, kind of weird. But I'm like, ah, fuck it. This does it. I, I, I think I've underestimated you. I think. I I think you're quite the the fashion uh, genius. <laughs> thinking about it, like w- w- the ex like the 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 idea of it is genius. Sometimes the execution's questionable, but the fucking <laughs> idea of it is fucking. Gro- I actually, when I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, yeah, that's so awesome. You're right, hundred yeah. percent. That and that like it's not really been done before. Yeah. So like, and people would have thought like heaps of like you know. Stuff like that we consider normal now crazy, you know. Who knows? We could all be wearing like thermals and shorts. Thermals under your gaze, boys. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Actually, yeah. We're fucking making ninja like we're making ninja fashion like fashionable. Sorry, twelve foot ninja. We're taking your thing. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for speaking so highly. I, you know. I'm just thinking about it See, logically I've always been now. put down about the way that I dress. And so, but that's like always just been more reassurance for me to be like, all right, well, no one fucking like, you know, whatever. I'm not going to do what they want if they're going to tease me about the way I dress. So well, I feel like there's so like, there's so much that can like so much little stuff that can change fashion. Like what, like what for what can be considered trendy and what can, can be considered like really just like, no, <laughs> like there's like, it's it, but it's like it, 
you you could like it's the difference between someone looking homeless and someone look like a hipster, right? It's like mm-hmm. you know, it's like the little details, and it's like almost how you wear it. So it's like you could you could wear like whatever, but if you just made a slight variation on some things, it might make the entire night and day difference. I think so. What you're trying to say is that I'm a forward thinking fashion icon, yep. but I'm wearing it homeless. Yeah, so- you're, currently you're wearing a homeless. You're not wearing like a hipster. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, that's fucking harsh as. But those are, and those are your words, not mine. But I'll, you know, you know, you know how much I've caught that growing up as well. My brother's always been like, Dylan, you look like you're fucking homeless, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> it's a good way to look at it, though. I like this idea of being like, no, nah, wear it like a hipster. Like it's your attitude. It's the attitude. So I. I guess to wear this like a hipster rather than like a homeless, they need to be shorts that are designed for it, all not right, shorts that have ripped. Instead of th- all right, I can already immediately know what to do. Change the thongs and you turn them into like some like nice dress shoe, boat shoe kind of thing. You know, like the, you, you know, like moccasins kind of like, uh, yeah. yeah, like that kind of shoe. Like just something just like super, just like vintage, like hips. I don't know. You, like that would be the different. Or a like hipster a shoe. Yeah. Hi- you'd put a hipster shoe on and you'd wear that. You'd look. You'd be wearing it like a hipster. Yeah. You, you'd fit right in at Falls You know what? You want to you have a quick squeeze at my shoe rack and see what I've got? <laughs> just right in the middle of the episode. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just absolutely fuck them. Um, <laughs> no, but we, we should, uh, we, we, we could definitely explore that. Yeah, 100%. What a, what a fashion forward man. I, I, never, I never thought about it, but you, you've convinced me now. I've I've never thought about it either. <laughs> you say you've never thought about it, but you're still the first. I'm still the first. <laughs> so nah. I'm interested. I'm interested to explore this. You know, <laughs> this gay. Well, just you being like, "Wow, you've got some great ideas." I'm like, "Okay, well, let's okay, crack just, open my brain." Just in the same way that um, fucking Vince Noir like thinks that like you know scuba wear is in or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying in like in the weird sense that no one else is doing it. Yeah, that is pretty like. Yeah. If you think about it in that attitude, yeah, you could you could be like that. <laughs> But that stems, and I see why it's homeless, because it stems from a homeless place of rather than I've done this on purpose because no one's doing it yet. It's those shorts should have been thrown out by now. Yeah, it's more like (laughs) I've spent money to look like this as opposed to, oh, I just got this way through just like This is a result of not having money. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's it. That, that must be it. I think we just solved fashion. <laughs> That's fashion. We just solved fashion on the podcast. You got to look like you've run out of money, but you got to spend money to do it. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> That's it. That's the conclusion. Boom. All right. All right. Excellent. Next. Next topic. All right. <laughs> Actually, you- solve fashion. Tick off the to do list for today. Where are we? What time are we at? Actually, and I'll see if we've got time to talk about this. Oh yeah, we got time. We got time. We got time. Yeah, I got time. time. Yeah, I got time. Um, for a couple of weeks, we I wanted to bring up like cultures within YouTube comment sections and like how like there's different ones depending on the video. Yes. Yeah, we were talking about um, like the reason this came up is I I got recommended this um video um of just like this guy now he's like an electronic artist called DJ Poolboy, and it's a song called I Had It All. Okay. And um, the video for it um, is like, it's kind of shot like a, like home video stitched together clips. Like, um, like it's, you know, stuck in a VCR of like some old, you know, memories. Yeah. Um, and it's of this like couple 
Uh, one of them being this DJ Fool boy guy. And it's just like, you know, they're on a date and it's just shot very lo-fi. And um, anyway, it, it kind of has this like emotive music. So, you know, and the, the title suggests, you know, like some sort of sad kind of, you know, yeah, yeah. Some landscape. So, um, Sadscape. Uh, sadscape, if you will. Uh, so I scrolled down into the YouTube comment section. I'll actually get it up right now and I'll read you some of it because it's like I'm not. I, I don't want to laugh at uh, these people for like what they're sharing. I just think I find it is an interesting just observation. Mm-hmm. And what I find funny is how open and honest they're willing to be on such a public platform. Yeah. I think that's kind of what I find the most interesting. So, uh, like for example. Uh, this this comment says uh, it feels weird to still love someone when we haven't been together for seven years and she's moved on. Like wow, yeah, this is like uh, it's gonna get a little heavy, but we're gonna bring it back because I've got I've got other like examples of this. But this is where this came from. I just well, I remember yeah. also the other morning I put on um that Boren and Der Club of Gore or something. It's uh that was like that down tempo ambient jazz. Oh yeah 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 the jazz yeah <laughs> the, the down tempo ambient modal jazz. Mm, you know? Yes yes. Quite. If, that was very Howard move. Yeah it was it was. <laughs> but um uh yeah and the the like because that just sounds like a an old school you know dark moody noir mm. soundtrack um for a noir movie. Yeah. Uh, all the comments are like people write little short stories or just, you know, a sentence or a couple of paragraphs that do the same thing. They set the feeling that the music is kind of, uh, kind of emoting. Yeah. And it's so like, what, and Pete, like, I don't know how that started, but just people do it. They, they just do it unprompted. They do it themselves and they just throw it out there and they're like, yeah. here's my thing. And it's incredible. I think the, the, the other example I had as well was like, you know, the, um, the, like the type beat culture, which, by that I mean, um, like if you were to search into YouTube, like Drake type beat. There's oh, so yeah, many producers yeah. that are putting up like free beats that are like in the style of certain rappers. Hey, give me a Seven Eleven type beat. Yes, yeah, Eleven type <laughs> beat. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I love I love going through the comment section of that and just seeing like all like the free like people just on their own accord just writing freestyles to the um to to the beat. Like, just in the comment section, completely unprompted, just like, oh, maybe they'll sometime notice me, man. And they'll link their, like, SoundCloud or something. Yeah, which is, like, yeah. This is, like, interesting. Just, like, all these different, like, how comment sections can just be so, like, their own little group, their own, like, forum, essentially. Well, I, I feel like on YouTube, like, stuff like that, it brings out the creative in people. Like, people that mm. aren't necessarily going to put this content up, but they can still, they can still be like, oh, well, there's, here's I, I my thing. I love the content that I found this year just in like isolation and lockdown. I love the things that people have been creating as well this year. Like, for example, one of my favorite channels that I've discovered this year was Ordinary Sausage, Mm -hmm. which is just a dude who makes three to five minute videos. And every time, like he either gets comment section, like requests, or he just like is just curious um, and he just grinds just certain like foods yep. and makes sausages out of them. And then he rates them out of five. And this guy sounds like Peter Griffin, first of <laughs> all. But like, <laughs> it's just so, it's like, and the and the great thing about that example specifically is that dude, um, like he hasn't like changed his content with the growth of his audience. Like he's been like one of those really small time YouTubers um, and just had found really quick success just fr- from like the YouTube algorithm and people getting recommended his videos just, and, um, 
His content hasn't changed. It just has stayed the same. It's just some dude making sausages in his kitchen. That's uh, fucking terrific, yeah. dude. It's fucking, it's so good. Um, and he's just got hundreds of thousands of subscribers. That's like. another thing. It's like, well, no one else was doing it. No, <laughs> no. 100%. But like, we've all thought about it. We've all thought about taking a whole ass meal and making a sausage out of it. Yeah. And eating that sausage. Yeah, I just, I love, I love the content that has come out this year. I um I was trying to think of like another example. Well, I've been looking at those uh interrogation yeah, videos. Yeah, true interrogation videos. Those those like those are majority this year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, true. Um it's good actually. I figured out why I like them so much because it's like true crime stuff, but it doesn't have all that bullshit sensationalism. It literally like it, it just, just documents it. Yeah, like here's the guy. He did it. Here's why. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. does it does it also like does it basically is it stru- I, mean, I know we've talked about this already on another episode, but is it structured like um, it tells you everything you need to know about what happened or what the consequence of the event was, and then um, and then backtracks to the beginning, or no, does it kind much of, start- or does it reveal as it goes on? Pretty much starts you off at the beginning or like wherever you need to sort of come in. Yeah. Um. Okay. Example: Dude killed his whole ass family. Yeah. And it starts you off at uh, neighbors going to their, uh, you know, some people going to their neighbor's house because they haven't seen the woman for a while and she's super pregnant and they're like worried something's might've happened to her. Mm. So they go over to her house, call the cops, the cops rock up, call the husband, husband rocks up having just, and then they enter, you know, at that point they enter with, he's just gotten back from burying his wife and kids and right. just to get really fucking morbid. Sorry. Yeah. But like, that's kind of how they structure it. And then after okay. that, they detail, you know, what, ha- like what happened while the so cop was at like the house. So is it like reenactments as well? No. Nah. Okay, so they basically just tell you when, the, like, the event and then go back and then- Yeah, they pretty much just have, like, stock images as well that yeah. sort of accompany the story when they don't have any footage. Yeah. This particular occasion, they are, they've like, with that guy, they had someone filming at the house, like the neighbours were filming yeah. at the house or the cop had his body cam on when he yeah. rocked up. But then other than that, they just show you the interrogation video, kind of fast forward through some bits, but break down the bits that- it needs to break down yeah, and then gives you the court trial, the conclusion. Right. And then dude, I watched Pretty last linear. night, got sentenced to 263 years in prison. That, that guy, you, that no, nah, no, nah, different guy, different guy. Yeah. I, I, I want to ask what he did to get 260, what? 263 years. Jesus. That's a lot. It, of- it was just basically a cop who was uh, found guilty of serial sexual assault. So, right. So yeah, good that's reasons. just, I'll yeah. leave it at that. Yeah. But, okay. Um, yeah, but, like, it's crazy. Like, I was like, yeah, good. This guy got what he fucking deserved. Fuckers. And it's crazy to see, like, even it's an, it's an absurd, you know, it's rightfully absurd because, you know, the absurdity of what he did. But it's absurd how long that sentence is. And it's like, even if they could extend his life to 264 years old, mm. that's still, what's the fucking point of getting out of yeah, prison at that point? At that point. You like, are, you're decrepit, like, you're decrepit at that point. Even if you're not decrepit, it's like, you just spent- your whole entire life basically well, in that's prison. It. That's it. It's kind of like that whole idea of being institutionalized and you're getting used to, you've, you've adapted to your new home essentially, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, and then being brought back into society, it's like, so yeah. You end up carving Brooks was here in the hotel <laughs> you're staying at. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's brought it back right, up. You know? <laughs> oh, it's silly season. It is. Si- it's, oh, it's silly it's, season. It's silly season. It's December, man. Is that silly it's season? silly season. Well, so it's, it's, it's the end of year parties, you know, it's, it's Christmas, you get on the beers, summer, silly season. 
what's the point of partying? Yeah, no, right? <laughs> like, it yeah. doesn't feel like there's anything to celebrate. But, you know, even as much as I reject that idea of like, well, A, that it's like, oh, it's just this year and the next year won't change anything. It's just the idea of it, the year flipping over, changing anything at all. It is still going to feel nice to not have an association with the calendar. Yeah. Kind of all of the shit that's gone wrong since Jan. But yeah, we'll start fresh next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fresh again. New year, new me. Actually, I was just thinking, speaking of like um, like time <laughs> yeah. as a concept and calendars. I um speaking of time I booked my Ru- Mark Rubbie tickets. Oh. Um like I don't know if it was a couple of weeks ago now or maybe a week ago. And I thought it like it said January. Yeah. And I just assumed it was like January 2021. I have tickets to Mark Rubbie in January 2022. <laughs> I have to wait like 13 months. Dude, imagine how much better he's going to be at his craft at that point, though. More popular and bigger he's going to be. Like, if you can bleep this out, if you don't mind me asking, how much were the tickets? Uh, Only like 60 bucks. Yeah, dude. If if he, like, kicks up his game, that's like, you probably get your 60 bucks worth now. You might get 100 or 120 bucks worth by 2022. Both. So, it's at the forum. Sucks you have to wait that long, but bargain. Yeah, bye. Bloody bargain. I mean, I don't know what I was thinking. I can't imagine, you know, international travel just opening up next month. (laughs) All right, boys. It's January. Come on. Get on the fucking beers. New year, new earth. Come on. No, we're not going to change the date, but come on over. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so um, that's the longest I've ever booked in advance for a show. It feels so weird. That is pretty, like, bizarre. I, I, I don't really go to many, like, big, big, like, stadium shows, you know. Like, I've never... I don't think... I don't remember the last time I went and saw, like, a, a band or an artist, like, in a, like, Rod Laver Arena or anything. Yeah, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I haven't gone to see Pink or, you know, Bruno Mars or anything <laughs> like that. Um, like... In a long, you know, it's, I think the last time I can remember was maybe at Margaret Court Theatre. I saw Troy Sivan and that I was like y- at least three or four years ago. I think also at Margaret Court, Bring Me the Horizon, when they were touring on That's True. the Spirit, that's who I saw last yeah. in, a, in an arena of that size. Um, before that may have been like Foo Fighters. Oh, Fooies, yes. Fooies. Fucking Fooies. And I remember seeing, um, I saw you two one time, actually. Oh, bullshit. You know the 360 tour they did? It was like the 360 stage at, at like, it was Eddie Had Stadium. I at the saw time. that 360 footage at IMAX. Yeah. So I. Um, you were at that show? I was at the, well, it's now called Marvel Stadium, but the Eddie Had Stadium show. Yeah. Yeah. You two was amazing sound. Fuck. It was crazy. Like, I might have seen you on the bloody movie, mate. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Wouldn't, wouldn't be the first time, mate. Wouldn't be. Oh, <laughs> oh big old Al Liam. He's a bit of a bloody movie star. A bit, bit of a bloody, nah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it was great. I, it's it's unbelievable how, like, you know, you could you could say what you want about you two, but their music really does work in that oh, environment. Like, I'd like fucking in ice. that context, it, it is fucked how good it sounds. Yeah. And how well it translates. It's kind of like what we're talking about with the Parkway Drive thing like a few episodes ago. It's 100% it's the same philosophy. Like, I'm not buying any U2 albums, but if they came out, I'd fucking see them. Oh, it, uh, yeah. It was, and it was a really good show. I mean, I don't know if I'd see them now in 20... Like, I think that was easily over 10 years ago. Hunch. Yeah. Would have been about 15 years yeah. ago. So, like, they were still, like, pretty... I, I don't know what they're like now in 2020. I don't know where they're at in terms of performance, but... It was it was still like that was still in you know their years back then so yeah that was still 
you think they'd come out now and Bono would be like on the IV drip, <laughs> saves the children. I suppose they're not that old, are they? Yeah. They're, no, not, they're not, not quite. Iggy Pop they're they're yet. not at Iggy Pop level. I remember we when we saw. Did, do you remember seeing yeah, Iggy Pop big at day Big out, Day Out, bro? How fucking good does that show? It was so good, but he was old as fuck. He was old as fuck. <laughs> and <laughs> still shirtless. Yeah, we were like, what are you doing, man? Ripped, you- ripped too. Oh, shredded. Shredded. Yeah, dude's a, what's a, like a G-Dilf? I don't know. G-Dilf. <laughs> G-Dilf. A G-Dilf. I wonder if you typed that into Pornhub, whether or not that would that come up. I'm not game enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, um... I don't know. We'll, we'll, we were talking about Iggy Pop and he can, yeah. Yeah. Just coming out on the IV drip. Yeah. I, I might be 87 years old. I'd probably still go see Iggy Pop in 2020. Dude. Oh. I'd probably still go. Why not? I feel like- He's still be, playing, I'm pretty sure, isn't he? There'd be an element of like, you know, when you've got a dog and you really love the dog so much, but it's really old and it's just not the dog the it used to be. The irony using dog as an example, right? What's oh, Sorry. The irony in you using, like, dog as an example, yeah. I want to be your dog, is one of his songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I don't know if you're doing that deliberately or not. No. I just picked up on that. That was a uh, total accident. Oh, crazy. But, yeah, that was a good big day out. I had a good- I, I was- we They should have called that one Good Day Out. Yeah, that was, that was a pretty good day out. Pretty good that's day that, out. That's thanks. the name of our festival. Pretty good day out. Pretty good day out. Yeah, it's festival. Just in the blaring fucking 40 degree sun, you listen to us talk for seven hours. What's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking torture? Yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> Can we have some water? No, sorry. We can just take a big sip just out big of here. Sip. Ah, we got like three fans on us. You're the, wearing the, a sweater. The first three minutes are just like the hyper shit ever. We're just throwing water. You know, <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Yeah. We've got the soundboard and it's just air horns. Throw your fucking water. Everyone gets out their water. Actually, you know what? What this podcast would be in front of a live audience? It would just be like 50 minutes of crowd work. It would just be like, all right, this side of the room say this. And then this side of the room say this. Okay. And then you know. I, th- I thought you meant crowd work, like just literally walking through the crowd. Like, what that do you too. do? What do you do? Plumber. Oh, not fucking funny enough. Piss off. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> but we just go through the, we don't actually do anything. We just keep just going. What do you do? Fuck, that's not funny. We're just quick insults. Yeah. What do you do? Plumber. I'll call you if I need you to wade through my shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just state what the, yeah, what you'd need them for. Yeah. You state, do your, state your function. <laughs> See that? That's literally what yeah. work in a crowd is. Amazing. State your function. No, we could we could take you. I mean, take Q and A's or something. You know, ask us anything. I don't care. <laughs> that, that, that's that's what our uh, that's what our live show would be. <laughs> I'm sure there'd be someone out there who'd want to ask something, but it just seems arbitrary to me. That like maybe just because I know what's going on up here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I like, why would you want to know? Yeah, it's just, it's just like just a couple dudes yeah. catching up every week. Just bloody cracking a cracking a beer yeah. in the sun. Cracking a beer in the sun. Oh, dude, it's a nice day today. It, not a not a cloud in the sky. Yeah, we've set up the little the little garden out here on the yeah, shelf. Yeah, we've got the Zen garden happening. Dude, it's good vibes. It's very good vibes. I mean, I'm getting, I'm thinking about getting a hammock out here. Yeah, but you just might never see me again. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I can get something that packs, you fit a nap like eighteen. You're gonna you're gonna be the new Sal. Dude, hundred percent. Yeah, you fit a nap. Also, actually, speaking of which, I actually saw Sal on the way here on the drive here. He was at the at the bus stop. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I thought about picking him up, but I didn't. Boss Lang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, Sully. If nah. you're listening to this, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, in all seriousness, I would have definitely caused an accident if I just quickly stopped, oh. you know, turning onto that street. No, dude, it used to happen when I when I worked up in uh, Mount Evelyn, I'd yeah. pass his work on the way home and so many times I'd just see him at the bus stop and I'd be like, ah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might have been the first time I've ever seen him out there, like, not, like, waiting for me to pick him up. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? like, That's so yeah. funny. Yeah, sorry. Sally and I actually caught up, uh, a, like, what was it? It was when you came over on, yeah, like, Friday right. night yeah, last okay, week. Maybe, yeah, And you dropped me at sales place. And we discovered something that things, you know what? Money can make things funnier. And I'll, gi- I'll give it the credit of this function okay. because- all right, let's say you're at a party and some dude walks up and just picks up like a dog turd off the ground and he's like, hey, want to see me eat this dog turd? You're going to be like, fuck no, don't. That's fucking disgusting. There's a little part of you that's like, do it. Well, that's it. Once the dude, If the dude says something like, oi, all right, five, you know, 500 bucks and I'll eat this big steaming dog turd. Or, or if, you, if he's even more keeny, he'll go, odds I'll eat this. <laughs> that, that's when you know he's he's like even odds people well some, for something like a dog turd if you're taking odds and you're risking running against him people be like no fucking way but if this dude says who wants to pay me 500 bucks to eat this dog turd and a couple people start pulling their money at the party you're gonna get excited because there's stakes in it now and you're like oh my god this dude's gonna eat this dog turd for oh. 500 bucks that's, <laughs> that, like, that's that mob mentality just- well yeah and it's like of course it makes sense that he's gonna do this now yeah. so you he's know volunteered no yes. one else is going to do it. Yeah, exactly. Someone's got to do it. So I think that just kind of proves there's a price for everything. <laughs> yeah, there's a price. Like I definitely put in, you know, fucking 50, 100 bucks to watch a dude at a party eat a dog turd. <laughs> maybe, maybe what needs to happen is like a basket, you know, like, you know, at churches, you know, like the, the, the donation <laughs> yeah, basket. The donation we bus- just need to do a donation <laughs> basket and be like, if you donate, this guy will eat some shit. We need to make this, whoever this hypothetical shit eater is, we need to make a religion based around it so we don't pay tax on the income. <laughs> it, it just needs to be like, what's it like? What's a name? What's like a general name for a dude who does that sort of stuff? Is like, like the Damo, you know, foundation or something Damo. like that. You know, the dude that'll just like pull it out, just pour one out for the gang, you know. <laughs> what kind of a name is the name of someone who would eat dog shit? Yeah. I don't know. And you've picked Damien or Damo for sure. I don't know. I, I, I was just throwing an idea out Any there. listeners named Damo yeah. or Damien? Sorry, you eat dog shit and there's the Mate, door. they were eating dog shit way before I said anything, bro. <laughs> bro, I just said it. We were all thinking yeah. it and no, I just fucking said it. Mate, if, it, if it's not them eating shit, they're just associated with just meth heads, all right? So... <laughs> They, they were already losing. Fucking hell. We've, yeah. yeah. Any Damien's are well and truly gone Didn't now. Did you have a group of friends that took odds really seriously? Uh, yeah. Did yeah. You, yeah. Did you have any group of friends that take, like, odds seriously? Yeah, yeah, no. Um, uh, buddies that, like, the sort of the group of friends of the guys that I used to live mm. with in Moralbach. Yeah. Um, not seriously, but frequently. And there'd be a lot of times where, you know, someone would be smoking a joint and someone else would be like, hey, Odds I'll eat, you know, odds you'll eat the roach. And they'd take odds. And if you lost odds, you'd fucking do it. <laughs> it was incredible to watch. It's interesting to see how, like, enforced it can get too. Like, some people take that <laughs> shit <laughs> so <laughs> seriously. Like, that is a religion for them. Like, odds is a religion for some people. Well, like, I think it comes down to you're only as good as your word and they feel betrayed by it because 100%. they're like, no, I took a gamble on this and I probably would have done it. Yeah. And you're going to pussy out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's well. That's it. It's 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 it's, it's all right. 
Are you are you a man of your word? Are you going to fulfill your promise? You offered this up, you made an opportunity, and you lost. Are well, you are you a sore loser? Basically, I'll tell you what. I did lose a bet like four years ago, uh, and I now have to eat a shoe. Oh yes, yeah. And I'm acknowledging this. If you know, if anyone involved in the bet is listening, yes, I know, and I'm still going to eat that shoe because I am as good as my word. Mm-hmm. I just haven't found a shoe that I want to eat. Yet. <laughs> So my plan was to eat a chocolate shoe and then I did the vegan thing and didn't think about it. And I was like, fuck, should I eat in that chocolate shoe? <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm just going to settle for uh, like something that doesn't have any edible. Yeah, it doesn't have any toxic parts to it, like yeah. glues or shit. And isn't made out of animal skin. And yep, I'm going to boil it and eat it with the side of like <laughs> mash and gravy. Side of humble pie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll, yeah. You got to do it. You got to do it. Can you speak about what the bet was about? Oh, 100%. Yeah? Yeah. No, it was literally just that Dinesh was playing Call of Duty mm-hmm. and he put all the bots on like veteran and uh, versus like 11 of them. It was like 11 to his one or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, no fucking way you're going to win this, dude. You're full of shit. And he was like, oh, I'm going to win it, dude. And I was like, if you win this, I'll eat my shoe. Like I offered that up. I said, I'll eat yeah, a shoe. I actually do. Re- I do recall a time. It was in that like 2016, 2017 era yeah, yeah, where right you actually said that a couple of times. You, you said I that. I still got to eat that shoe, man. Yeah. yeah. But like you would, you, you would use that turn of phrase quite a bit. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, <laughs> I remember a, f- a time when you would just say that. And so now you are literally eating your words. A hundred. <laughs> Dude, you know, and it happens so often. It's like the eat a shoe thing. I was like just milking it for a bit. I was like, yeah, this is funny. Fuck it. Yeah. And then I've been called out and I'm like, all right, I got to do it now. Same thing with the trust fall. You know? yeah, well, yeah, People caught it. me with the trust fall for long enough until one day Ariel said no nah, and let my head eat a brick. Yeah. <laughs> just and gave that brick of munch. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> just showed that brick. It was boss. Yeah. <laughs> I walked away intact, no concussion. Yeah. No brain damage, shammy jam. Shit. But um, yeah, no, I, I do. I frequently end up eating my words. Yeah. Mm, delicious words. Mm. <laughs> Y'all get any words? I actually just uh, finished cooking the dictionary. It was quite good. <laughs> did you boil it? Broil it? You know, did you fry it? How, how'd you eat it? Uh, how'd you cook it? Well, I, co- I found a cooking method for each letter. So oh, I wow. tore them out chapter by chapter. Gotcha. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Chapter 17, definitely the best. Uh, <laughs> pretty sure that's P. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that entire length of silence in as well. <laughs> just like put a ticking clock sound just for tension. Just <laughs> 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 How long have we been going for now, actually? We've been going for a minute. We've been going for like a hot minute. We are still going. See, what does it say? I can't see. It's too glary. Oh, hey, Harry McGlary. It's like <laughs> Harry classic McGlary. childhood book about the sun getting oh, in your we're eyes. Going, we're going like a good. It says fifty-four minutes. Holy shit! Yeah, but we did have like a bit of a preamble, so we can keep talking for a yeah, hundred percent. We're not going yet. Well, I know that you wanted to talk about it, uh, something to do with a truck. Oh yeah. So similarly, things that aren't funny, but like sometimes make the unfunny thing a little bit more funny mm-hmm. um so we agree car accidents very bad thing yeah not, not funny really generally not yeah unless yeah unless delivered well in a in an eloquent joke not really something funny yeah or you know unless if no one gets hurt and no one experiences any like injuries or causes any like you know financial damage that they can't recover from otherwise there can be funny car accidents i'm glad you said that <laughs> because i think 
with that in mind, with trucks, it's even funnier. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I recall so many times, I recall a few times um, where I maybe have been, <laughs> actually, I remember one time, actually, specifically, I was, I was living in my old house over at Veronia. And um, there's like a roundabout on uh, Forest Road that's um, that, that a truck was going around. It was a bread truck. Yeah. And the a fuck, bread truck. Yeah, a bread truck. Oh. And uh, the door, the doors weren't secured properly. As it's going around the roundabout, the doors just open and just all this bread oh. just falls out <laughs> and just falls on the cars before. It looked like a movie was awesome. And I just remember seeing this guy having to get out and being like, oh, <laughs> having to go pick up the bread that wasn't that wasn't fucked. Oh god, man. Uh it is it is funny. You know what? A great a great equivalent of it is someone getting bugged because it's the same yeah. kind of principle. It's just like, uh, you've ex- you know what? And it's funnier if it's a bigger car. Because yes. the bigger car should be Well, when be I drove equipped. the truck for the timber yard, I got yep. bugged all the time and I was furious at the time, but I even in that moment would acknowledge, look, if I was watching someone deal with this shit. This would be pretty funny. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, it's always it, funny when it's not you. Exactly. And I think it comes down to, you know, nobody likes to see anyone get hurt or experience any, you know, great loss. But when someone gets slightly inconvenienced, there is a part of you that's like, <laughs> dickhead, you know, glad <laughs> I'm not you. <laughs> I, I find I love um, that, you know, like Schadenfreude, like yeah. the German term for what you're just describing is like such a, like, I'm excited about the future of language when all of that sort of stuff, we're sort of seeing it already, but like how like language of different cultures is starting to combine. Like well, people I, I, would say Schadenfreude. Yeah. People would like- And that's a German word, but we'd say it yeah, and we're in English. Just in the same way, like there's so many, I, I actually found, like noticed this um, last, last week actually. Yeah. How many Yiddish words are just used in like just common like phrases? Hit me. Um, so the first one, minutia. Okay. Do you know about minutia? So minutia, like, I've heard the word. comes from the word like minute. So just like the small details. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually, it came. I came up with an article of like common Yiddish words. An article. Article. And like a lot of them, I didn't even realize were Yiddish because I just had to s- accept them as part of like like capiche. Yeah, exactly. Um, but bubkus. Bubkus. Yeah. Bubkus is that's like, Yiddish. Yeah, that's Yiddish. Um, uh, what is like a glitch? <laughs> Welcome Gli- to Yiddish. Good, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we read out our favorite Yiddish words. <laughs> <laughs> when you call someone a klutz. Oh, bullshit. Klutz really? Is Yiddish. That's fucking. Al- yeah. Um, so obviously, yeah. So glitch, like this thing as a glitch is, is Yiddish. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, glitch. Really? Yeah, glitch is Yiddish. I thought that came from 90s, 2000s hackers movies. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, but it. It was. It's, yeah, derived from, it's derived from a Yiddish word. How cool is the um, word Yiddish? Schlock. Schlock. Schmooze. Schmu- Schmuck. Schmuck, I know. Schmutz. Shtick. These are all uh, words I like associate heavily with like Hebrew people. Yeah. Which I, I mean, there you go. Yeah. But I, I guess maybe that's again like culture, you know, being like- all right, a lot of these words I heard in Seinfeld, like you said, very Jewish, hundred percent centric show. Or know. like the Krusty the Clown episodes of The Simpsons. Totally, yeah. And I feel like because of that awareness of that culture, it's then integrated within 
you know, other cultures and it's just become an accepted word. And I find that really, I find that interesting. And it makes me think that maybe in the future, like there won't be necessarily multiple languages, but like I'm talking very distant, distant in the future. Um, we have like one unifying language that is just the amalgamation of all these accepted terms that, you know, like it's like like Schadenfreude, which is more of a word for a concept. It's yeah. The more like it's a quite a complex thing that it's describing, but just using one word. And I feel like we're gonna just start like incorporate. There might be one major language, but then like all these other words from other languages end up, you know, being just integrated into 100%. just one common language. I think that's awesome. It'd be great. I think it, it might end up at the point where like. People, uh, you know, you learn your language. Like if you're born in Germany, you learn German. If you're born in England, you learn English. Uh, if you're born in Indonesia, you learn Indonesian. And, but like, as you learn your language, because you learn your formal language first and then you learn your not non-formal like sure. slang terms, but all of these slang terms are going to be made up of, uh, you know, like multi, they'll be multilingual. An, yeah. There's always etymology to, you know, where words are derived from. Exactly. So. And so then people, will, I think the slang stuff will end up being the unifying, like shit like yeet. You can say that to, that's, yeah. that is now like a global word. It's a global word. And that's, yeah, thanks to the internet yeah. and the globalization that is the internet. You know. This is going to really, really quickly rabbit hole down to me. Like just again, I think I've mentioned this before about, about the internet becoming the one, the one uh, stream of consciousness. Yeah. People it, are, it, like you or YouTube as a platform, just like it just cu- like covers. Oh, no, as in like in like, the future, people up- upload their consciousness. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Onto like hardware, onto the internet. And then the internet becomes the like singularity. Like, or like that physical space that we have seen, you know, illustrated in 100%. countless cartoons. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you know, when you see in Futurama, there's like a being of pure energy and they just look like mm. sort of glowing light cloud. Yep. It'd be like that concept, but you're, I, I think it re- we'd integrate our DNA, like it's a way of integrating our DNA into technology and mm. therefore taking technology with us in the next step of evolution. Yeah. But then, you know, but then if the fucking modem goes out, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> well, what happens when there's no one there to uh, turn it off and turn it back yeah, on again? Exactly. If the modem goes out, no one, you know, someone needs yeah. to unplug it, wait 10 seconds, plug it back in. Yeah. <laughs> Just make sure it's, um, you know, fiber optic to the curb, not the node. Yeah. <laughs> Or is that singularity of consciousness running on the NBN? (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. We could probably wrap it up there. I feel like this is like a good point to- We solved fashion. We solved evolution. Yeah. And we we solved just, you know, we we solved humanity. Exactly. We solved all- We we learned a lot here today. (laughs) You know, I learned something today. I learned something today. (laughs) No, but uh, this is—I don't know. This has been this has been fun. I, I'm going to Brisbane next week, so I don't know if there's going to be an episode next week. Oh, true. Well, yeah, we'll see. We could probably we could maybe stitch something up on the Monday night, the night before it's supposed you know, to go. Why don't we both just separately record 40 minutes of ramblings, <laughs> and we've got two episodes there. Yeah, but like unrelated, like we don't even talk about the same things. It's just we just overlay two audio <laughs> tracks, and that's that week's podcast. <laughs> I was thinking release them separately, but sure. <laughs> that could be interesting. What, you know what? Just we one-man we'll, podcast? We'll release them in the same track stereo, but we'll have you pan hard left and me pan hard <laughs> that right. That sounds like a nightmare. So people <laughs> people have to wear like earbuds, just one earbud. Yeah, yeah. Or pan the entire yeah. th- fucking oh, thing left. That sounds awful. Let's do it. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Yeah, it'll be funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, so- Thank you very much for listening, guys. We've been the Pretty Good Thanks podcast. I'm Liam. And I'll remain to be Dylan. We'll see you next Tuesday.